Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Four years ago, Google, alongside Twitter, Facebook and the main technology platforms, signed up to a code of practice in which they promised to take down disinformation, or some known as fake news, before it's spread around the world. But a quick scan of the internet will tell you that the web is still alive with people peddling lies for political and economic reasons. So do the tech giants need to do a whole lot more to diminish disinformation? In a moment, we'll hear from the European Commissioner responsible in this area. But first, from a corporate perspective, I spoke to Ryan Mead, Government Affairs and Public Policy Manager at Google Ireland, and began by asking him whether his company, which owns YouTube, was doing enough to tackle disinformation. We are signatories of the code, we're signatories of the original code and have actually just signed up to the strengthened code uh, this year. So we're very committed um, to uh, taking action um, to tackle the spread of of harmful content, including disinformation. Um, I mean, in general, our users look to Google, they look to our products to present them with relevant and trustworthy information. In fact, it's absolutely central to our mission as a company. Um, we take the responsibility very seriously. And, and one of the things we've done, in fact, is to set up a content responsibility center here in Dublin. It's the uh, Google Safety Engineering Center, or GSEC Dublin, as we call it. And it's uh, it's Google's home for content responsibility efforts in the Europe, Middle East and Africa region. Uh, it's I, I launched w- last year. Sorry, sorry I, I just wonder whether this new centre in Dublin, which which is a, a wonderful platform to have, uh, should have vetting in advance for political content to prevent the spread of egregious disinformation, rather than upload videos straight away that you guys in Dublin get to view them and, and maybe delay posting for, I don't know, 24 hours, 48 hours. Well, I mean, maybe I could talk a bit about uh, the framework we do apply to content uh, that's hosted on, on our platforms. Uh, we talk about the four our principles based on the four R's, and that is removing content that violates our policies or local law, uh, but also raising up authoritative content and expertise from trusted sources. Uh, and it's really important, I think, that, you know, not just to focus on the question of removal, but also, you know, when people come to our platforms and products, are they seeing authoritative, high-quality information? And that's a huge focus for us. And another one of the R's is rewarding high-quality information uh, so that if um, publishers are making uh, money through uh, posting content online, that it's only the most high-quality information that that gets that reward. Uh, and then also reducing the spread of content that may be borderline in nature not necessarily in violation of our, of our policies. So, so those are our, our four R's. And I do think it's very important to focus not just on removal, but also how we create a, a better information environment for people who are using our platforms. Um, RT Russia Today was one of the biggest uploaders of videos on YouTube before the invasion of Ukraine. It is banned now from YouTube, which is owned by Google. Uh, uh, quite a few people wonder whether they are permitted to upload so much information which would be considered disinformation by many, as in just propaganda from the Kremlin, because they were also one of the biggest advertisers on YouTube. Well, I think uh, one of the initiatives we took in recent years was to make sure that content from uh, state-sponsored actors was labelled as such. So um, on YouTube and elsewhere on our platforms, uh, content from from RT was was clearly uh, marked as such. And I think that's a, a good way of allowing people sort of access to diverse source of information, uh, but also transparency and clarity on on where that information may be coming from. And obviously, as you say, um, 
since the imposition of uh, sanctions and the outbreak of the war, uh, content from RT is, is no longer available. And you can't find it. And I get that. I just suspect that putting the word state sponsored in small font is not going to do the job. What about Alex Jones? He was allowed to spread outrageous lies for years on YouTube. Uh, did Google apologize to the families that he accused of faking the murders of their own children? Well, I, I can't comment on that particular case because, to be honest, I'm not uh, familiar with it. But I think that um, in in general, we have a, a, a large presence of experts here in Dublin who are working across all of these areas using policies that we set globally, but also local context, local tools. And it's also working in collaboration with policymakers, researchers and regulators across the EU. And I think that's the right approach to consider this kind of shared um, effort to create a, a better information quality environment. The code of practice you mentioned already, it's been beefed up, as you say, but it's still voluntary. And would you not welcome it to have a firm footing in a legal instrument, statutory basis? Well, I think the, what's happening now is with the uh, passing of the Digital Services Act, which is going to come into force quite soon, um, the regulators in this area will have a role in overseeing the implementation of these uh, codes of conduct. And I think that's uh, uh, going to be a welcome step. And I think you're going to see very much, um, uh, you know, both the kind of industry-led collaboration and innovation in this area, but also strong oversight from regulators and policymakers. Kanye West has been banned from Twitter. Will he be banned from YouTube for his anti-Semitic rants? Um, again, I wouldn't like to comment on a, on a specific case that I haven't uh, haven't had experience of. Okay. The Irish government has expressed concern about its own dependence on a small number of multinational companies here in Ireland, including Google, which employs thousands of people, of course. Uh, are you guys here for the long term? Well, yeah, Google has been in Ireland now for coming on almost 20 years. Um, we started quite small, uh, but we're now, uh, as you say, quite a, a large employer. Um, and it's our European headquarters. It's by far our largest office in the EU. So I think sort of the commitment to Ireland is demonstrated by the uh, the size of the presence. But uh, it's a hugely important site for Google, um, not just as a kind of a center of our commercial operations, but also uh, our headquarter functions and a very large engineering presence. We now have upwards of a thousand engineers working uh, in Dublin. So I think there's uh, no question that we are committed to Ireland and we'll be here for long, a long time. That's Ryan Mead from Google Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.